I'm going to do something crazy, guys. I'm going to do one of my signature 100 day challenges, but this time I'm not doing YouTube. I'm not doing TikTok. I'm not working out every day. I'm going to be publishing one podcast episode every single day for the next 100 days, actually for the next 99 days, because we're going to start with today. So welcome back to Due Diligence, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. If you tuned into episode one, that lonely little episode that I published all the way back in August, I'm pretty sure it was. If you tuned into that, I'm just really grateful for you. I'm grateful for everybody who listened to that episode and had such kind things to say about it. And also, I owe you guys at the very least an explanation. So here's what happened with Glossier, the series, and here's what we're going to do now. Glossier the series, part one, and then the part two and part three that never came, that was all from this inspiration of, I want to do something really intensively researched by diving deep into these different businesses as case studies. And while I still love that idea, I realized after that first episode, wow, I have spent weeks researching this one company and to be able to do this on a weekly cadence, that is going to be just in terms of the quality that I want to maintain, that will be almost prohibitive. And so that intimidated me because I thought, well, I don't know if I want to write the equivalent of an entire thesis every single week. And then I got too in my head about it. And then I became a perfectionist about it. And, and truly guys, perfectionism is just fear masquerading as a virtue. And I was getting caught up in that spiral and it made it so that I just really couldn't get that second episode out. So I thought, okay, this is not working, but I still want to do a podcast. So one thing that I've done basically every single year over the past several years is I commit to a challenge for hundred days in a row. And the very first time I did it, I kind of just did it on a whim. I didn't really have specific goals around it other than I want to get comfortable with putting myself out there. And it was a hundred days of YouTube challenge. And it turned into a hundred days of video challenge because then I started posting on IGTV because I was traveling a lot. And then I got COVID and then I got sepsis. That's a whole other story, but I got sepsis and I almost died. And I ended up in the emergency room in Los Angeles and I was deeply unwell, but I was determined not to break my streak. So I kept publishing videos, using my iPhone, posting them to IGTV like an absolute maniac. So that whole challenge actually really did help me get over my fear of putting myself out there online because I used to be so afraid of putting myself out there on the internet. It does require bravery. Being seen is scary. At least it was for me. And I knew that I would need to get over that if I wanted to live the kind of life I wanted to live, which was a more creative, fully self-expressed life. And so I gave myself this challenge. I didn't miss a single day, even when I was in the hospital. And that felt like an accomplishment to me. And I, I think that it really played an important role in paving the way for my next challenge about a year later, a little less than a year later, all about TikTok. I wanted to build an audience of some sort. I knew that TikTok was one of the few places where you could actually build a following pretty quickly. And I think I, I just had this inkling of, you know, anything I do, it would help to have an audience. And there's so many things that I want to talk about, especially things to do with supporting women and platforming the ideas that I believe in, the companies that I believe in, the individuals that I admire, right? There, there were so many things I wanted to do. And all of them would have been facilitated, are facilitated by having a platform. I didn't have much of a master plan beyond that. I thought, okay, I want to build an audience. I don't know where to do that. I don't know what to talk about, 
but posting on TikTok seems like a good first step. So I gave myself this hundred day challenge and guys, I was a 29 year old woman who was working on her startup during the day and trying to figure my life out. So I felt a little bit silly, but because I had already done that hundred days of YouTube challenge, I actually felt like I'd busted through a lot of the blocks that were inhibiting me. And it freed me up to just be silly and be, you know, cringe on TikTok. And let me just actually get on that soapbox for a minute, because I really believe in letting yourself be cringe in the service of your creativity and the service of your dreams. If you are letting the fear of being cringe hold you back from the things you really want to do, that is a very sad existence. So yes, I have all this fear. But as you can see, I also have this weird delusional streak where I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. And I don't know what this is going to become, but if I don't do this, it's going to eat me alive. So the reason I'm sharing all this, this is quite a preamble to what I'm trying to get to, which is I did a hundred days of TikTok. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what content I wanted to post. And part of me just wanted to figure out how to navigate the platform because it was becoming the new platform that people were talking about for marketing. And at the time I was running a very active community of almost 2000 women who are direct to consumer brand founders, e-commerce founders. And a lot of them were starting to ask about TikTok. So I thought, well, I can't speak to TikTok if I haven't really spent material time on it. So I'm going to start to not only consume content, but create content. I didn't have really a sophisticated plan or strategy going into it. I just started posting. And because I didn't really have a strategy, I just started kind of following trends for the first few weeks. And I remember I was posting on average two to three videos every single day for about three weeks, getting no traction. And I was starting to become a little discouraged, which is kind of funny when you think about it, because three weeks is truly nothing. But around that time, I remember thinking, I don't want to just keep following trends because first of all, this isn't going anywhere. Second of all, it's not really where my heart is. I want to post about female founded businesses. I've always craved seeing more media in general that tell women stories. And I love business and I consume a fuck ton of business content. And I wanted to see that intersection. And I wanted to see somebody sort of do justice to that rich untapped opportunity that is spotlighting female founded companies. And at the time, nobody was doing that. So I thought, this may not work at all on TikTok because I haven't seen any sort of substantive business content on TikTok, but I am seeing a few clues that show me that there could be intelligent, in-depth content on TikTok. Kardashian Colloquium was one. She is one of my favorite creators. She applies media theory to the Kardashians. And I thought, okay, that's a clue that people like smart content on TikTok. And then there was one other account that talked about like macroeconomics. And I thought if this exists, there must be some sort of niche for what content I want to post. So I'm just going to go for it. So I started to take these different celebrities and try to figure out how to get people interested in the businesses that they've built. And that was my hook. That was my Trojan horse in. And this was again, three weeks into my TikTok journey. And basically as soon as I did that, it blew up. So I started talking about Kris Jenner. I started talking about the Kardashians, different businesses, and it went viral. And then I realized, okay, I found something and I just kept going. And then within, I want to say within three months after I started posting about business, I started to meet big creators. And then within four months, I got my first brand deal. It was like a five figure brand deal with a huge company. I kept meeting more interesting people. I got invited to speak at different conferences. I 
got opportunities to advise and consult for different brands. I mean, my life has truly changed overnight since then. And I never could have planned any of this, guys. The most I was hoping for was honestly, if I get 10,000 followers, 10,000 awesome, intelligent, ambitious, good-hearted women following me on any kind of an online platform, I will be happy. Here's what it's really about for me. It's about having a bold vision for my life, not knowing how the hell I'm going to get there, but surrendering it to the universe, so to speak, and being open to how it unfolds and allowing the journey to just take me on a wild ride beyond what I could have planned for myself using my rational brain. That has been the philosophy, the modus operandi of my past, I would say two years, and it's worked out beautifully. And what that impulse has been telling me recently is, yes, it's amazing that you've built this foundation of a platform, but now it's time for you to evolve even more. It's time for you to take this and show more of yourself, share more of your heart, share more of the way your mind works, share more about why you care about female founded companies. I mean, there's a whole backstory there, you guys, that I just want to share because it's who I am. And if I've learned anything from the past year, it's that you kind of have to surrender to what the universe wants to create through you. And if you don't, it's just very painful. It starts to feel like you're just not only living out of alignment, but living out of integrity. If you follow me on TikTok, you probably noticed I've really slowed down my content. I haven't been posting as much over the last like two months. And that's so scary for me because I feel so guilty about it. But at the same time, there's something else that wants to happen. And it's not that I want to walk away or pivot completely. It's that I want to expand. I want to do that and talk about some other things. What am I going to post about over the next 100 days? So it's going to be a combination of things, of solo episodes, and it's going to be a combination of interviews. I already have five interviews that I'm so excited to share with you guys. There's going to be an interview with me and Kim Pham, who's one of the co-founders of Omsom, which I've talked about several times on my TikTok. We talk about not only what it's like to raise capital as a D2C founder, but also we talk about BDSM. So it's going to get really spicy. That's actually how I met her because... I mean, this is getting really vulnerable, guys, but I have become more interested in becoming more empowered in every area of my life, including my sexuality. What does it look like to own my desires and to own my preferences and to explore that without shame or guilt and apology? And so I've been exploring that. And one of my friends suggested, hey, have you actually seen one of the co-founders of Omsom? She is a BDSM educator on TikTok. And I thought that is amazing. So I slid into her DMs. We became friends. I interviewed her. I have one with Candace Nelson coming up. She founded Sprinkles. Speaking of girl boss, she was an OG girl boss. She founded and then sold Sprinkles. And then she started Pizzana, which is an award-winning restaurant based in LA. They're expanding. She's a Wall Street Journal columnist. She just wrote a book. She is an angel investor. She has been on Netflix. I got to interview her about her story. And then I spoke to Juru, who's the founder of Hero Cosmetics, which was acquired this year for $630 million. I talked to my friend, Mickey Reynolds. She just advocates so strongly for 
underrepresented founders. She has done so much good work in LA in service of that. And we talk about fundraising and the alternatives to raising venture capital, what some of the downsides are. So we get into all of that. I have a conversation with the incredible co-hosts of Breaking Beauty, which is a beauty podcast that I've been listening to for years. So it was very much a full circle moment. So anyway, all of these incredible interviews lined up for you guys. And we're going to do solo episodes. Now the solo episodes, of course, we're going to talk about business, but also I contain multitudes and so do you. And I want to talk about some of the things that are adjacent to that. I want to talk about the mental health journey of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I want to talk about business as a creative practice. There are lots of things, but my North star, my mission, my values remain the same. I still want to democratize access to certain kinds of information. I still yearn to see more women be self-actualized. What does it mean to be empowered? Not only entrepreneurially, but also financially, but also creatively, but also interpersonally. There are all kinds of ways to be empowered. And I want all of that for all the women, full stop. (laughs) That is what I'm after. And so we're going to explore different angles of that. And I can't tell you exactly what that's going to look like because this is an exploration in real time for me. And part of why I was delaying for so long is because I wanted to figure it all out and then give you guys this like fully formed thing. Now I'm realizing that I'm breaking my own rule, which is you, you gain clarity about yourself as a creative being while doing the thing, the thing evolves. It kind of gives you clues. It shows you the first step, but you're never going to see the full roadmap and you're not supposed to. All you're supposed to do is take that first step and then the second one will be shown to you. I want to give you guys an invitation. If you want to do a 100-day challenge of your own, and I hope I've done a good job of selling it because you guys, I'm, I'm telling you, my 100-day challenges have changed my life. I even did an exercise one and I got to tell you at the end of that hundred day challenge, I was looking really fit and I wasn't working out to look a certain way, but I'm not mad that that was a byproduct, but these hundred day challenges, they're fun and they make you feel so proud of yourself when you're on the other end of that. So I invite you to do your own hundred day challenge, whether it's posting on TikTok or whether it's YouTube or whether it's writing or whether it's songwriting, whatever it is for you. It could even be non-content related. It could be non-creativity related. It could be meditation. It could be, you know, drinking eight glasses of water every day. Who knows? But I do want to place special emphasis on the value of doing this around content, around self-expression, because it can be so scary and because it really does help you overcome some of those blocks, those internal blocks, because that's ultimately what holds us back, right? If you are a creative and you haven't done your thing yet consistently in your life, then very likely the thing that is standing in your way is you. It's probably you holding yourself back. And it's probably not all these other things that we sometimes tell ourselves as an excuse, right? It's probably not ultimately that you don't have the time or you don't have the money or whatever, because for most things, if we're resourceful enough, and if we're being honest with ourselves, it's usually not time or money that stops us. And I think that hundred day challenges are a really good way of calling ourselves out on our bullshit and just doing the thing. Even if it doesn't amount to anything in terms of a destination or outcomes, you're going to feel so proud of yourself afterwards. You're going to develop a deeper level of trust in yourself and your own discipline and ability to commit afterwards. And that is truly invaluable. If you have any thoughts, feedback, questions, feel free to DM me. My handle is the same on Instagram and it's the same on 
TikTok and it's the same on Twitter, RIP Twitter. It is at I am Dolma. Send me a DM. I love hearing from you guys. Every time somebody DMs me and says, hi, thank you for your content or just anything. I love hearing from my followers. It never gets old. As they say on LinkedIn in this corny post, we are only just getting started.